0: Welcome into the first waiver wire episode of the Dynasty Football Podcast. We are now prepping for week five of the NFL season, and with that we have our first bye week. For anyone that is new to football, a bye week is a scheduled break for a team, which means that your fantasy players on those rosters will need to be accounted for in the upcoming week. For week five, the teams that we have on bye are the Cleveland Browns, the Los Angeles Chargers, the Seattle Seahawks and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There are a number of relevant fantasy players across those teams, so make sure that you get on that waiver wire and fill in for any player or players that you may have sitting out this upcoming week. Now we're in week 5, which means that the waiver wire is just not going to be as fertile as it had been in previous weeks. A lot of the early season surprises have been snatched up, and we're starting to see what looks like trends for offenses. That being said, who is playing well on a team can change throughout the season due to injury or opportunity, so it's important to continue to work the waiver wire and trades as much as possible to upgrade your team. Do not feel complacent. Do not rest on your laurels. You have to constantly be evolving as a team to win in fantasy football. Before I dive into my waiver wire candidates, I want to give a little bit of insight into my methodology on who goes into this list. Honestly, it's pretty simple. If you are owned in less than 50% of leagues, you are eligible to be considered for the waiver wires of the week. With that being the case, 50% may not be a high enough threshold, so it's very possible that a lot of these players may already be scooped up in your league, and that just means that they're already listening to the Dynasty Football Podcast, and they know who to pick up because they've been listening to me. So take all this with a grain of salt, uh, another thing to remember is that the point totals that I give are based on a 0.5 or half PPR scoring. You can adjust it accordingly to your league if you do full PPR or 0 PPR. But that's what my league does, and that's how I kind of give the points for these waiver wire pickups. So with that being said, let's dive into the Week 5 Waiver Wire Must-Ads of the Week. First up, I have Jaleo McLaughlin running back for the Denver Broncos, who scored 17.9 points this past Sunday against the Chicago Bears. With Javante Williams' unfortunate injury, this opens up a slot in the Denver backfield for someone to come in and take the carries, and this past Sunday, it was Jaleo McLaughlin. His only touchdown of the day actually came before Javante's injury, so he already looked to have value going into the game but his performance only cemented the need for Denver to slot him into the starting role. He'll probably split carries with P. Ryan, but I expect McLaughlin to be the starter. He's a player that Sean Payton and GM George Patton liked from preseason, with Payton saying that he knew the undrafted McLaughlin would make the roster from the preseason. So you know he's someone Payton sees a clear role for. Whether it was with Kamara and Sproles or with Reggie Bush, Payton is very creative with his running backs and likes to get them involved, So expect McLaughlin to make immediate fantasy impact. Only owned in 4% of Yahoo leagues, Jaleel will be a popular pickup that you should consider spending a decent amount of your fab on. I think the Broncos offense is bound to rebound. I think this past Sunday was an indicator of that. I know the Chicago defense is poor, but I'm just a believer in Sean Payton offenses, and I feel like it has to get better because it really can't be any worse right now. My second must-out of the week is Michael Wilson, wide receiver out of Arizona who had 7 catches on 7 targets for 76 yards and 2 touchdowns, scoring an impressive 23.10 points, which was good enough to be wide receiver 7 on the week. Honestly, I think this Arizona offense is just good. People projected before the season that they would be tanking, and they very well might be, but it doesn't really matter as it relates to fantasy output. If the players are scoring, they're worth rostering whether or not they're on a good team or not. And Michael Wilson definitely falls into that category. He's a really talented wide receiver coming out of Stanford, and the only reason he fell to the second round was that he had season-ending injuries in both 2020 and 2022, so there was some injury concern for him there, but it looks like he's healthy, and if he is, I think his size and his speed are a combination that can't be ignored. Josh Dobbs, I think, is playing much better than anybody thought. People laughed when he was named the starter, but he's running that offense really well, and Michael Wilson looks like he's going to be a dependable player week to week. Especially if Kyla ends up coming back this year, Michael Wilson can be an awesome player for you to hold onto for now, even if you don't need to use him. He has the potential to be a league winner for you at the end of the year. Also, week 5, you have wide receivers on bye like Keenan Allen, and he could be a great fill-in. Only owned in 2% of Yahoo leagues, I think he's probably going to be available for you to pick up. I think the Cardinals are ready to play really well against a reeling Cincinnati Bengals team, and Michael Wilson should have a ton of opportunity coming up this Sunday. And then lastly, my third waiver wire out of the week is Johnny Smith, tight end out of Atlanta. Now, I know most fantasy managers are wary of Atlanta tight ends. Leave a like if you have been part of the Kyle Pitts experience. But for whatever reason, it looks like Johnny Smith is somewhat of a safety blanket for Desmond Ritter and someone he likes to target. Since he started playing in Week 2, his target totals have been 6, 8, and 6, with catches of 4, 5, and 6 respectively. At a position that is historically hit or miss, with the exception of players like Travis Kelsey and TJ Hawkinson, a dart throw on a tight end like Jonathan Smith to replace Njoku or Gerald Everett is not a bad option for this week 5. Smith also played with head coach Arthur Smith in Tennessee, so there's a lot of familiarity between the player and the coach, as well as his knowledge of the offense. After last week's performance, and Arthur Smith confirming that Desmond Ritter would be the starting quarterback, they're going to need to really simplify that offense for him to allow Bijan to really get going. That means a lot of dump-offs. Quick outs, slants for Johnny Smith. He's only rostered in 1% of leagues right now, so he should be available. Out of his three weeks that he's played, the lowest amount that he scored is 6.2, and this past week he had a high of 12.5. With the tight end position, I don't think you can be too picky. Having someone that has a basement of 6.2 points feels pretty good. He's someone that I definitely recommend you to stream in week five if you have a Browns, a Chargers, a Buccaneers tight end but also to potentially see if there's season-long value for him there as well. And those are the waiver wire must adds for week five of the NFL season. Again, those that win their leagues are the ones that make the crucial additions. Don't throw away bye weeks. Don't get lazy. So be on your waiver wire. Do your own research. Make sure that you're picking players that are fitting the needs of your team and always looking for opportunities to trade for those in your league who may have players that are underutilized or that you think might have some long-term value for your team. So whatever it is, be diligent, keep looking at that waiver wire, and make these crucial pickups to make sure that you win your league. That's it for today. Appreciate you tuning into the Dynasty Football Podcast. I'll see y'all again tomorrow. Peace.